hey, hey, hey. What's up, everybody? Matt and Christy are back for another episode of Leader Talks with the MYC. What's up, Christy Taylor? Doing good. How are you doing, Matt Taylor? Doing pretty good. It's a beautiful day. It's finally getting cold outside. My soul is well. I'm just ready for some snow on the ground, to be honest with you. I'm really proud that I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt today. It's not sweating. It's a good day in the neighborhood. It really, really is. Well, we've been in this series on establishing your legacy, talking about how we want to be remembered when it comes time for the end of our life. And people are like, Christy was a good woman. She did many good things in her life. Insert here. And we determined that insert here doesn't happen in a day, a week, in a month, or in a year. It's over the culmination of decisions we make in a lifetime. And then we were like, bro, do you remember back in high school, we saw on a poster with Pastor Chris Huffman saying, you need to watch your thoughts. They become your words. You need to watch your words. They become your actions. You need to watch your actions. They become your habits. You watch your habits. They become your character. You need to watch your character becomes your destiny, right? And so we were like, oh, cool, that sounds really smart. And it turns out it's from an ancient Chinese philosopher named Lao Tzu, and it's like wisdom bombs. Remember all that? I still feel like you're slaughtering his name. It could be. Could not be. I could be right. I feel like I Googled it, and it's trying. I'm doing my best. Okay. (laughs) I am doing my best here. So then we talked about the importance of our thought life, and you used work like cognitive biases and how we think and how we perceive. Then I talked about the significance of words and how we talk to people and how we not only talk to people, but how we talk to ourselves. Our self-talk is important and, and how our words can literally lead into our actions. And that leads us to today because you can't just talk about it. You got to be about it. You know what I'm saying? At some point, you can't just say, I am going to be the best that ever was. Nah, homie, you have to be the best that ever was. Can I do story time real quick? Sure. I remember there were some times we'd go to the city park because, you know, all-star water boy over here wanting to play basketball with the boys. I would go out there and there's always this one guy, man, man, I'm the best, bro. I'm the best that ever was. I'm the best this court has ever seen in 10 out of 10 guaranteed. Do you think he was any good? No, no, because like, like true, your words do lead into actions, but there's got to be that oomph, that unction, that, uh, that, that crossing of the threshold where it's not just talk because talk is cheap and you put it into action, you put it into behavior. So that is where it leads us today. How do we put that into action? You know, you see this a lot with musicians too. I think I've noticed anyways. If you hear somebody talk a lot about how good they are, sometimes they aren't the greatest. They're not good. <laughs> but if you have somebody that's just really silent, you probably don't even know they play, and then they just sit down on a piano or something, they can just blow you away musically. So yeah, I see that. Not just in sports. But what you're saying so many other is if are- I have to tell you I'm good, I'm probably not good. That's right. Shout out to Pastor Corey. Yeah, if the I knew music you were about is good, you don't have it. to ask people to clap, fam. Okay, so anyway, I feel like you've got a little something that you wanted to throw in right here. Okay, so we're talking about um, our words. And I think sometimes we can have the best thoughts. Uh, we can say the kindest things. But if we don't follow through with that in our actions, um, it's it's really going to speak a lot louder than the kind words would. For example, this is something a lot of us are really guilty in doing as adults Uh because we get really, really busy Uh and we see a friend maybe and we're like, hey, I'm so sorry you're going through a tough time. Hey, look, we should grab coffee or something. And then you never 
follow through. It's the little things like that. You can say all day till you're blue in the face. Oh yeah, we need to spend time together. And I know, I know we're guilty of this, Matt, because um, there's so many people that we love. Uh-oh. And so the heart, you know, is like, Hey, I love you. I really want to hang out, but actually making it happen. That's what will be remembered. More than just saying you want to hang out. At some point, you have to shift from just talking about it to be about it. That's right. We got to put it on the calendar. We got to make it happen. We have to take steps to see those words become a reality. And so, uh, like you said, you can talk about something till you're blue in the face, but at some point, there has to be a step. There has to be a shift. There has to be an oomph that we take into place where it goes from talking to being. Reminds me of a story, Christy, and it was on the TikToks because everything on the TikTok is true, okay? Uh, Everything on the TikTok that you see is reality. (laughs) 100% probably, okay? And so I was listening to the story. Maybe the opposite. 100% of what you see is The story I'm about to tell you could be or could not be true. We don't know. Actually, I did, for for true, for true, for true. Is that a thing? For true. For true, I was trying to do, I was trying to research it and figure it out because the story is super good. Now, It is possible that this story I'm about to share with you as truth is not true. It is not my intention to share an untrue story, but it has been repeated throughout history for several years. And I mean, it could not be, but the idea lines up with what we're talking about today. So we're going to go with it. Okay. So there's a guy named Trevor and his last name I cannot pronounce. And then I did the whole little Google voice and I did my absolute best. So here we go. Trevor Mawad. And so he is a sports psychologist and he's also quoted as being the world's best brain trainer. Like that's cool being a brain trainer. And he's really good at helping take those thoughts and those words and turning them into actions. And he said he was talking with his dad and his dad was sharing with him that he was at a Toastmasters dinner. And it was from a successful, world-renowned magazine entrepreneur. Now, here's where, to be honest, I have a problem with the stories because I can't seem to find the name of this world-renowned magazine entrepreneur. But this is how the story goes, uh, that he was celebrating that he himself was not doing good in high school. He was failing. He was dropping out. Like, he wanted to drop out. He was not doing good at all. Uh, And so he realizes it's his junior year. He wants to try and make his mom happy. So he takes the SAT. I never took the SAT because I took the ACT, made it 23, and that was good for me, homie. You know what I'm saying? But he took the SAT, the standardized test, that were just just to see what would happen. The results come in, and how this test works is it's broken up into two parts where you can get a maximum of 800 points for a total of 1,600 points on this test. This felt like it's over 1,400 points, right? Huge, like big brain, genius, awesome, huge score comes back in his mom's like there's no way you just made this 1480 on this test there's absolutely no way and he's like mom i i mean i tried to cheat <laughs> like i tried to figure out how i could get on the scantron but there was no way for me to cheat on this this is my honest to goodness score and i'm just as surprised at this by you well he realizes that after he gets the score that you know what he is smart he is able to make a difference. He he can he can do something with his life. He will succeed at something. So he starts going to class. He starts changing his friend group and who he's hanging out with. And his life begins to drastically change. He goes from high school to Wichita to college. And then he goes from there to the Ivy Leagues. And then from the Ivy Leagues, he becomes one of the world's most successful magazine entrepreneurs. And he is living life just incredibly well. And so you think at this part of the story where his success comes in was when he got the score and he realized he was smart. The problem 
is that he gets a letter from Princeton, New Jersey, and it's from the SAT board that says, hey, we just want you to know uh, we were doing an audit of our test results, and you happen to be one of 13 people who were sent the wrong score. You actually didn't get a 1480. You got a 740. (laughs) Tremendous difference. Tremendous difference. But what that teaches us you know, if the story's true, <laughs> what that teaches us is that the, it wasn't the action of being smart. It was when he started acting like he was. And not just acting like I'm pretending to be, but making the decisions that someone that a 1480 would have. A person with a score of a 1480, they don't skip class. They don't not prepare for tests. They don't drop out. A 1480 goes to class, they get prepared, they study, they do the things. And in fact, it was quoted uh, at this Toastmasters event. This is what he said. Getting the score of 1480 isn't what changed me. It's when I started behaving like someone who gets a 1480 that changed me. Someone with a 1480 goes to class, so I went to class, right? So now we have to ask ourselves some questions. You know, for, for, for us in our world, what is it that a 1480 would do? What are those actions and those behaviors that we would do? Maybe a more specific question is what does an effective pastor act like? How does an effective pastor behave? Are they only coming to the office on Sunday and Wednesday or are they preparing and leading their people daily? You know, what does a, a healthy ministry act like or behave like? What does a strong marriage act like or behave like? What does a healthy, high capacity, successful leader act act like and behave like those are the questions we need to be asking and you know here's another one i've heard um that same kind of um question posed in regards to someone who is um like a healthy and a fit person that you have to act like a healthy and a fit person before you actually become a healthy and fit person and um i I just love that illustration because it's just cool how God uses our, our things that are practical in life, like our physical bodies, to show us um, how we can change in other areas of our lives as well. And it's so cool because someone could be doing the right action and not necessarily see that end result for months or even sometimes years if someone is tremendously overweight, has a lot of change that they have to undergo but they had to start somewhere and they had to start acting like it before you, you don't wait until you're fit to go to the gym. You have to go to the gym to get fit. Yeah. It's the discipline along the way. So it's not like, Hey, I'm going to be healthy and I am going to reach my goal weight, but I'm still going to eat Taco Bell every day. Give me that $5 box holler with the Baja blast. Let's go. It's not going to happen because I'm not acting like someone. I'm not behaving like someone who's going to reach that target weight range. You know, it's good. So when we look at it, Christy, and we ask those questions, regardless of whether or not that story is true, right? The principle is, is without a doubt true. We have to act and behave like those things to become successful. In fact, Trevor goes back to say uh, Russell Wilson, who's the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. So whether you're into football or not, uh, Russell Wilson is arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever live. Phenomenal athlete, phenomenal uh, football player, but his size and his stature don't don't add up. He's five foot ten playing professional football. He's not the biggest guy on the field. He's not the fastest guy on the field, but he he behaves like the best quarterback in the league. He behaves like the best leader on his team. And with that, he's seen the successes of the best leader on the team. And so we have a couple tips that we want to look at. Number one, language is powerful. 
if you were told that you made a 1480 on the SAT and you believed it, that begins to change your thoughts, which begins to change your words, which then leads you into taking those actions, right? So if you truly believed in your mind, thought that you had a 1480 on that test, then you said, wow, I am smart. I can do this. You know what? I need to behave and act like this. I need to go to class. Then that begins to shift the paradigm in your life and begin to act like you had made the 1480. Language is powerful. Number two, behavior is way ahead of your success. Act your way into the success that you want to see and the legacy that you want to leave. Not act like an actor, like fake it till you make it, but make the conscious choices, decisions, and behaviors that are needed to get where you want to go. Chances are it requires more discipline. The only thing separating you and where you want to be is the choices that you need to make to get there because talk is cheap. We can say it all day long. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the gym on Monday. But eventually you have to get up, get out of bed and go to the gym on Monday because actions speak louder than words. So good. It's been fun. I love it. It's hard one. It's not really easy because we have to not just talk about it. We got to be about it. Christy, this has been a fun series. I love so much that we get to really kind of put into motion how we will be remembered, the legacy that we leave. It uh, is cool because it's not just by happenstance. It's not just by circumstance or just whatever. We can really make an impact, but not only for then, but also for now. So today, our challenge to you is simply this. What are some things that you've been saying you need to do that you just need to go ahead and do? Like we need to stop talking about it, start being about it. Listen, NYC family, we love you. We appreciate you. We're so excited for what's to come and we are here to serve you next week. We're going to talk about how these actions turn into habits. I'm so excited. We're going to reference a fun book that you and I both have read. Super good, super fun, super practical. So it's going to be amazing because how many know? Can't go to the gym just that one time to get fit. It's got to become a habit. So our thoughts turn to our words, our words turn to our actions, our actions to our habits, our habits to our character, and our character to our general, please. Destiny. Our destiny, ultimately our legacy. Love you guys. We'll see you next week.